This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Sure. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Woods here from the Block and Podcast, an affiliate of the Fan First Sports Network, coming to you after another Michigan Wolverines victory. They improved to nine and zero on the season after defeating the Purdue Boilermakers forty-one to thirteen. It was all Michigan in this one from the onset. From the first quarter, it looked like it was going to turn into not only a butt whooping but a complete annihilation. After Michigan put up seventeen points in the first quarter, the Second quarter, however, Purdue scored more than the Wolverines, 6-3. to three. And in the second half, it was all Wolverines. Once again, outscored them 21-7 in the second half. This tilt came after a bye week for the Wolverines coming off not only the bye week, but what preceded the bye week was a 49 to nothing annihilation of Michigan State Spartans. So momentum heading into this one, however, outside noise, distractions, tried to thwart and stop that momentum that Michigan's had all season long. If you're listening to this podcast, 
even if you're a casual football fan at this point, you probably are aware of the allegations of former Michigan analyst Connor Stallions, who resigned on Friday evening about alleged sign stealing, and we'll see how that investigation plays out. A lot of noise, a lot of leaks through the media about these allegations, and somebody who is not implicated in it to this point and may never be implicated in it is head coach Jim Harbaugh, yet there's the Big Ten coaches behind the scenes and conference calls to Commissioner Tony Petiti, as well as Big Ten athletic directors on conference calls with Petiti, basically calling for Harbaugh's head per reports and wanting Harbaugh suspended or worse. And Santa Ono, Michigan's president, sent out a letter that was reported. And Ono is encouraging due process in the matter. Here's really my point and why I bring this up when I'm talking about a game that happened on Saturday night. This type of stuff does impact the team, and the team can either make them curl into a ball and get upset, or they can go out there and hit some people within the confines of the rules and do what they do, do what they love to do, and that's play the game of football. And that's what Michigan did on Saturday night. They played a game that was pretty fundamentally sound. They were not distracted. Um, For example, quarterback J.J. McCarthy, it was not his best game. He had his second lowest completion percentage of the season. But his completion percentage was still 65%. For most quarterbacks, that's like a career day, Harbaugh said as a postgame presser. And Harbaugh's not wrong. 335 yards McCarthy threw for in this one, and that is a season high. And McCarthy, he is a perfectionist, and he said there's some throws he wish he had back, and accuracy just wasn't for him last night. But still a really good game. He's the one who powered this offense. I say he powered the offense. Yet, the rushing attack had five rushing scores. But four of those came inside the five-yard line with goal to go, which McCarthy could have easily had three or four passing touchdowns. But it also shows that Michigan, once they get down in the trenches, get down to that goal line, that they excel in run blocking and they're able to punch it in. So encouraging things to see on offense – As always, there are things to work on on any side of the ball. And the main thing I would say, Michigan was going against a couple of the best pass rushers in the Big Ten. And the offensive line gave up three sacks. And McCarthy got hit a couple more times than he should have. This is something that hopefully gets corrected before a huge, huge game on the road next week against Penn State going to be by far the toughest opponent that Michigan's faced this season. But there are a lot of offensive playmakers who did great things against Purdue. True freshman Samaj Morgan, he continues to be electric every time he touches the football. He had one carry in a jet sweep, really displayed his speed, 44 yards to the house for a touchdown. And I think he's going to continue to be a weapon as the games get tougher in November for Michigan. So that was great to see. Roman Wilson, who has been one of the best receivers in the nation this year, and by far J.J. McCarthy's favorite target to throw to. Wilson hauled in nine of ten targets, nine receptions, 143 yards. Both were season highs. Colson Lovin was right behind him, four receptions, 55 yards. Donovan Edwards, he had three receptions for 41 yards. I really liked something they did with Edwards in this one. 
they had a dual back set with Edwards and Kalel Mullins, who's now healthy and back. That was also good to see. Mullins had one really good 14-yard run, in particular four carries for 20 yards. But with Mullins and Edwards in the backfield, Edwards motioned out wide. It created a mismatch in man coverage. A linebacker went to cover Edwards, and Edwards pretty much took it to the house, stopped just a couple yards short, and it ended up being a 37-yard reception. Moving to the defensive side of the ball, Michigan, they gave up a score in the final seconds of the game, a touchdown with just 18 seconds to go, a mop-up touchdown, but the 13 points Michigan allowed is actually the highest total that they've allowed in a game all season long. The next high was 10 points to Minnesota last month, but Great defensive effort in this one. Yet again, each and every week, they show they're a pretty darn good unit. Purdue only had 269 yards of total offense. Hudson Card, 12 of 28, 144 yards. A lot of those yardage came in mop-up time once again, as did his touchdown. Card threw an interception to Will Johnson. Johnson could have had another pick in this one, too. Dropped one in the end zone. Card could have had another interception, too. So, his stat line could have been even much worse than that 12 of 28. Purdue was absolutely horrendous on third down. One of 14 on third down conversions. Michigan on offense, a lot better, 7 of 14. And each time when Michigan goes in third and long situation, you just kind of expect at this point that J.J. McCarthy's going to get it done. But back to the defense, McCarthy Page powered the unit and tackles. A team high eight on the day. Michael Barrett was everywhere on the field. Five tackles and all. Had a couple of quarterback hits. Michigan actually only had one sack in this one, but they hit Hudson Card nine times in all in this one. Jalen Harrell had three of those. Barrett had two. Braden Greer, one. Colson, one. Josiah Stewart, one. Derek Moore, one hit. Kenneth Grant, one hit. So they definitely laid a big licking down on that Purdue quarterback, just not a lot of sacks to show for it, but disrupted his timing throughout the evening. But Purdue, they're 2-7 and seven now. They're not a good football team. This was a rematch of the Big Ten Championship game from last year, and it's what was to be expected, Michigan, to win this one handily. But it's really all about what's next. But before we get into that, I want to say this. What's next and what's going to happen this season if the Big Ten doesn't get things in order? And here's what I'm talking about. Against Michigan State, there was a big late hit that could have ended Braden McGregor's season. And this one, on the same play, Purdue roughing the passer on J.J. McCarthy, unnecessary roughness on Roman Wilson. Roman Wilson basically got suplexed into the ground late. J.J. McCarthy, well after the ball, was out of his hand. He gets hit in the head or neck area. Takes a pretty good pop, and he flies to the ground. Fell pretty hard. Absolutely unacceptable. With all this bad, negative leaks and the fervor that's coming out of Big Ten coaches and athletic directors and, and opposing fan bases like Michigan State, Ohio State, and others, it's created a toxic climate, and it's created a disdain, not just for one analyst, but it created a disdain for the players who have nothing to do with any of these allegations. Not one single coach or one single player 
has been implicated in any of these allegations. So here's my point. And you can watch the videos. There's articles of them. I got a tweet of it at Woods Football showing some of these hits. They have to clean this up. There has to be a directive sent out to say you can't be doing this because somebody's going to get hurt and they're going to get hurt on Michigan. So just look for that going forward. But moving forward even more to the football element of it, the things we'd love to talk about, not this negative stuff, absolutely can't wait for the matchup next week against Penn State. All season long we've heard this narrative that Michigan, their strength of schedule is weak. Well, guess what? The remaining few weeks of the season they have one of the strongest strengths of schedule in the nation. And this is playoff time, as Harbaugh likes to call it, November's playoff time, championship time where heroes are born, and all that stuff. Playing Ohio State and Penn State the last two out of the last three weeks of the season, that is rough stuff. So I'm sick of this, hearing about this strength of schedule crap. We're going to find out who, what Michigan's made of against some pretty good teams in Penn State and Ohio State. So if Michigan goes into Happy Valley, takes care of business, there's no reason why they shouldn't be ranked higher than number three. And they certainly certainly shouldn't even be dropping after this week. Um, looked at ESPN last night, some of the talking heads on there. They dropped Michigan to five, which I find to be absolutely absurd. Before I get out of today, I just want to take a moment to talk about Manscaped. Every man knows how scary it can get when going for a close shave below the belt. That's why I trust Manscaped. Their newest package contains Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. Their fifth generation trimmer features two interchangeable next gen skin safe blade heads, a standard one for taking a little off the top and a new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires. It also has a dual LED spotlights to provide contrast on multiple skin tones, three link setting combs, and perhaps best of all, it's waterproof. Also included is a travel case and even a travel lock feature to avoid any accidental powering and or weird looks in the airport. Join the 5 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for all their grooming needs. Use the promo code BLOCKM20 and get free shipping and 20% off your order. Head to manscaped.com and use that promo code BLOCKM20 at checkout for 20% off your entire order. And this has been Trevor Woods from Block M Podcast, an affiliate of the Fan First Sports Network. You can follow me on X at Woods Football. I'll be talking to you guys on Wednesday for the Getting to Know the Opponent podcast featuring. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Penn State.